It's the Don't Make It Weird Podcast. With your hosts, Daniel and Dina Soros. Hello there. Welcome to Don't Make It Weird Podcast. I'm one of your co-host, Daniel Quigley. We are your writing, storytelling, comedy podcast for the writing community, by the writing community. And guys, we're back with a legend. We're back with an old friend. It's going to be an incredible episode today. I can't wait to share it with you. But first, let me share it with you someone near and dear to your hearts because i'm joined as always by the master of meerkats making marsupials market margaritas dina soros oh because it's marketing i was trying to figure out why you were doing the m okay spoiler alert we're gonna be talking about marketing in today's episode dina spoiling it for the folks sorry my bad i'm not really sorry though you're, cool. You're a little starry. How's your How's it going? How's your hair? How's uh being um in the sweatiest ball cunt state in the world? Sweatiest ball cunt in the world is horrible. Actually, it's over 100 degrees. I have two window units and my main AC going, and it's still not enough. Still not enough. Have you attempted to attach a fan to your dog's tails yet? Yeah. So when they wag, they can fan you. <laughs> That's not a thing. But it's not. <laughs> Damn it, guys. <laughs> Listen, if you're watching, <laughs> if you're listening to audio only, you're missing some reactions from folks and guys. I'm so I'm, I'm so excited because he's basically a member of the family. Daniel, they're point. not on screen yet, so they're still missing the reaction, even if they're watching. Allegedly. Do you watch our show at all? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> We're just going to let that awkward silence hold off. Dina, you know who's going to make this better? Who's going to fill that that awkward silence void in our hearts? It's our guest this week. Because our guest this week is a big dill with nice buns. An eternal optimist. He's known to get jalapeno business. And the writing community is badder for it. Over the last year or so, we have followed him on his journey to publishing his debut novel, The Woodkin, coming out August 22nd. You can catch his Dungeons & Dragons real-time improv comedy podcast, Critically Stupid on YouTube and Spotify with new episodes every Friday. He's shrimply the best. The tasty appetizer himself, Alexander James. What's going on, everybody? Fun fact, Sweaty Ball Cunt is the working title of my sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> I You better get those Bad. asterisks ready so you don't get removed from YouTube. <laughs> Daniel, so, um, you don't even know how we upload our episodes. I have no idea how any of this is done. I'm going to be <sighs> so professional with this one, you guys, because we got to go and like, I got to respect Dina's time. No, don't so be I'm professional. I'm going to cut like 30% of the dick jokes out of my repertoire, just like right now at the front. Sean, Dang. is 30 is that a no. sacrifice? Yeah, that's, that's a huge, can you at least that's give us one sacrifice. though? I need, I need to know that we at least got one in us. Uh, oh. He wants a dick you, joke. That's what him. she said. You know what? You know what? I'm going to... <laughs> I'm gonna leave it, and we'll we'll go through the episode, and then much like middle school, Daniel, you'll stumble on the dick when you're ready. <laughs> oh shit! I hate he it came here. in prepared on that. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was. People are gonna think we know what we're doing here, guys. And if you, like, if you like the sounds you hear on the soundboard on the, uh, you know. I, I can't say words. Um, it's okay. You're still pretty. 
Yeah, you guys shouldn't have told me we had to be fast because now I'm just going to fuck up. All right, guys, if, if you like the sounds that you hear, if you like all the pretty visuals and fun stuff in this episode, it's because we have another member of this team and he's going to go to the bookstore. He's going to give them all his money. Mr. Thirsty is what he wants you to read. They tell him it's cool. He absolutely believes it. Sell out with Sean. Oh, yeah. Sell out with him tonight. The publisher's going to give him lots of money and the master's world, though, will be all right. Producer Sean, everyone. <laughs> You know what, Daniel, you're right. If, you, if we wanted you to go fast, we should have asked you to take your time. Yeah, that, that, that would have been the move. That Damn. would have been the move. Damn. That's my wife. <laughs> I just true. lobbed that one across the plate for you, buddy. Yep. Just you're like. welcome. I'm taking strays everywhere right now. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, since we have to drink in a hurry, um, how are we drinking tonight, bud? Um, very quickly and very aggressively. Okay, are we playing Buffalo? Time ah! sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly and aggressively. Bread against laws like bread against love. Bread against love. Fast and hard. <laughs> um, yes, we play drinking games every time. Daniel, thank you for reminding me. Um, we are observing Buffalo rules. Everyone here is right-handed, so everyone here is drinking with their left hand only, especially Alexander James, who has never been buffaloed in his life. Not once. Um, someday. Someday. If you catch us perfect, drinking with our right hands at any point in this show, uh, drop a comment, tweet at us, do something, and uh, we will pay our comeuppance. You know what I just realized? Yeah. I'm still signed in as producer on Riverside because I'm sitting here looking at all these buttons trying to figure out why this looks so account. weird and yeah. so different. Yep. Please don't just start pressing them. Just start pressing them. I really almost did, though, because I was like, that's new. And I had to stop myself. Okay. Honestly, if you sense a dull moment, just give it a go. Yeah, just let it happen. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of those. Oh, my God. My favorite would be Dean. What happens if I just leave the... as the producer? If you leave? I'm the I come producer. on as a co host. But, she's but if I'm signed in, I do your account. I'm signed into it, too. Who's the dominant one here? That's yeah, who's the know. alpha here? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, just don't listen. Dude, we have, we have a tight question. hour. You have got to stop beating around the bush. Just Sorry. ask t- ask Sean if you're the dominant one. <laughs> <laughs> Say my name. We know. Dinosaurus. Yeah. So Buffalo. And if you hear a buzzer like this one, that means someone said one of our uh, buzzwords and we all have to drink. Yeah. So, guys, it's time for a very beautiful segment. Some say the most beautiful segment. So why don't you dim the lights, put on some spooky music, suspend your disbelief, because it's time for Dina's Conspiracy Corner. Oh, shit. Alex, I need you to put it in. we go. Thank you for the sound effects, Alex. Are you ready? Um, Garth Brooks. We all know who Garth Brooks is? Yes. Country singer. Okay. I'm glad because I didn't really know. Um, Garth oh Brooks God. is a <laughs> Garth Brooks is a serial killer. So, okay, so no, 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 allegedly, no, no. save your save your disbelief for the fact check, producer Sean. <laughs> so somebody lined up his tour dates uh-huh. with murders that occurred in every city that he toured on, mm-hmm. and the time frame and the city location, all that stuff lined up with his tour. And he refuses to comment on this coincidence. You know, most people would be like, no, that's that's weird. Like they would deny, like they would be like, what the fuck? No, he refuses to comment, does not want to talk about it. So obviously guilty, allegedly. 
Okay, as our red that's light how just That's how justice in this country works. I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> Therefore, that motherfucker is guilty as hell. Killer! <laughs> uh, Alex, as our resident uh, serial killer and Garth Brooks expert, uh, could you weigh in on yes. this? Yeah, so uh, I'd first like to express chagrin and dismay at myself for being... Uh, ooh, I think I was the ripe old age of 28 before I realized that Garth Brooks was Chris Gaines, that they were the same person. I did, in fact, think they were two separate artists, and I owned multiple albums from both because I am the best. I don't know. And also, Chris yes, Gaines I think he's is. absolutely capable of serial murder because uh, he's very Christian. He's got oh, friends Jesus. in low places. <laughs> got friends in low places, and not just his balls. <laughs> not just his sweaty balls, baby. All right. I love that. This is a good one. I mean, you know, maybe he's just been singing about all these murders all along and we never knew. I'm, I'm excited. Garth, um, if you're a serial, serial killer, please don't murder us. We like that. We like this show. We, we support you in your killing ways. That's uh, not the allegedly. same person. Chris Gaines and Garth Brooks <laughs> are the same person. Yes. This bitch has been quiet for a full minute while she did some <laughs> frantic Googling. It's true. <laughs> Just like Randy Moss's. I'll Randy tell you what, I did like some of minute, Chris Dina. Gaines' ballads. <laughs> I Dina, do because her mind is blown. What right the? Now. F- hey, listen. <laughs> it started as Dina's TikTok conspiracy corner and turned into Alex's celebrity lookalikes corner. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Next time on. Well, conspiracy I'm confused corner. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they actually the same person? Yes. Yes. Yeah, they. Re- yes. No, they really are. Garth Brooks oh, wanted to release like a different subgenre of music and felt that his he couldn't because of his labels and his and his style is very popular yeah. country. So he literally created uh, a persona. Oh my god! It's I'm just so like when an author publishes books under different names for different genres. For sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's fucking weird. Okay. Are we ready for the next one? Oh my Do god! It. I'm so ready. Hit us. Keanu Reeves is immortal. I mean, oh, we yeah. know about oh, this. Yeah, yeah, this that, that's that's sure. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's, just, that's just reality. The evidence is okay, so stacked he? in favor name one of, of his it. other, Name one of his other whatever lives that he's lived. I, listen, they have, I mean, I've, I've seen like seen Renaissance, p- yeah, Renaissance pictures. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, there okay, have been so like for those people, paintings from hundreds of years ago that look exactly like him. Yeah. Eerily like him, I would say. Yeah. And listen, he is barely aged. Like, my God, he's like, how old is he now? Like in his 50s? Hey, he's still young enough. Um, you know I mean? Maybe. Holy shit. He's he is 58 years old. Shut oh, up. Jesus. Man looks gorgeous, amazing. man. God gorgeous damn. Man. Anyway, for people that don't know that Keanu Reeves is immortal, Emperor Charlemagne joined the Illuminati um, back in... 18 something as everybody I knows, anyway. yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Mm, um 18 and they made something? him immortal <laughs> i don't know the date. a little older than that that's i mean the... <laughs> i don't know what date is it i'm not good in, in history hey, bro there were cars in 18 something say... so like <laughs> she's got me hooked i want i want to know what's happening Fuck. to charlemagne in the 1800s Fuck. wait what year when was emperor charlemagne bro like so... I just like keep going. You're, you're, you got me hooked. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me. You know what? Why don't you tell me what you think when you think <laughs> Emperor Charlemagne was? <laughs> the I mean, Emperor Charlemagne system. was around when like Romans were a big deal. So like, <laughs> yeah. So like the 1800s. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> yes, sure, for sure, totally, hundred yep. <laughs> percent. <laughs> the Roman uh, Roman like, built for cars. More like 800, but you know. 
first name thing. Uh, but you're like, you're just right there, you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> yeah, just transposed a couple numbers. Um, so he joined the Illuminati, made him immortal. So he has lived hundreds of lives. So shout out so, Illuminati. They've oh, apparently wait, been wait. around for a while. Wait, 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 because mm-hmm. this isn't one. This is a twist I haven't heard. Um, so wait, are we saying that Keanu Reeves is fucking King Charlemagne? Is he Emperor Charlemagne, him? yeah. Okay, Keanu Reeves can fuck whoever he wants. <laughs> look, look at like that. You do you, boo boo. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they're the same I person. Mean, it's so uh, that's Allegedly. crazy. And it makes sense because Allegedly. I think there, there's like Genghis Khan and like Charlemagne are the two that like most people can trace their lineages back to. Like mm-hmm. both of them, we can all now trace our lineages back to Keanu Reeves as well. If you say eighteen hundred, oh, <laughs> Charlemagne, yes, more know. like Charla Bang, more like hey. Charlemagne in the wild, wild west. If it's the eighteen hundreds, <laughs> hey, listen, I'd, I'd I would read the hell out of that book. I tell you what, Portal <laughs> meets boy. like it's like wet, I can't wild, help wild but west. I'm Gen Z. I have no concept of time. I love this. <laughs> I love this. I, I, Alex, as our resident uh, Charlemagne time travel expert, yes, what is yes. the likelihood of of this uh, occurrence? Of what? What is the specific occurrence? Because we've gone through several scenarios. <laughs> Keanu Reeves becoming uh, immortal thanks Bang. to Charlemagne. Is that yeah. what we were saying? And he's so basically banging his way across joining time, the Ilu- joining the Illuminati. And he is Charlemagne. That's what you're saying now? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you know what? Actually, like jokes out of the room. Like let's set, mm-hmm. let's put the jokes in the box and send the box out of the mm-hmm. room for a second. Right. Yep. It's out. Low key guys. I mean, he's, he, I've seen the pictures and the paintings and like some of this shit does not add yeah. up. <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. It is. I'm, a, I'm on board with it. Honestly. Yeah. hundred percent. If it's got Illuminati ties, I probably believe it. Yeah. yeah, 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 incredible. God, yeah, I want to go on a tangent so bad, but we got to respect the time. God damn it! Got yeah, to. It, also, because the what's, Illuminati what's the, are official sponsors. I just wanted of, to talk about Point Break real quick. Just like what yes, a fucking film. yes, please, let's do it. Yeah, come on, let's do it. Let's <laughs> go. Yes, I've always got dude. time. I've always got time for Point Break. Just like that scene where he like throws himself back on the sand and fires his gun into the air like a real oh, professional yeah. FBI agent, <laughs> dude. I mean, listen, I might have to go rewatch Point Break because that is a freaking Dude, classic. So, Johnny, it has Utah, no baby. business being as Never good as it, it is. It's like, yeah. objectively, it's a really good movie. Keanu yes. Reeves is an FBI agent who infiltrates like a gang of bank robbers by pretending he's a surfer because they're all surfers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he like ends up learning how to surf and like enjoying his time with the gang or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, spoiler alert, they figure out that he's the FBI agent that's trying to bust them. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Shit and yeah. What, hey guys, yeah. yeah, this is all right. This is not a joke. And producer Sean, you can cut this the fuck out if you want to. Okay. I'm ju- like, hey, is Fast and the Furious Point Break? Possibly. Just think about it. Is the Rock yeah. in it? The Rock is in it. But <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, like, like it's it's the or, same like organized organized cop joins yeah. in joins institution by pretending to be one of them. Institution is crooked and bankrupt. Not bankrupt. They're like crooked and like up to no good. Yep. He breaks into the inner circle and then, well, spoilers, Dina, lets the guy go. And then they ultimately end up better friends for it. Yeah. Hey guys, is Point Break Fast and the Furious? It's got to be the same fucking movie. I think it is. <laughs> so I think it is. So, so does that mean that Patrick Swayze is Paul Walker? 
family. No, no, no. Patrick Swayze is Vin Diesel. Keanu Reeves is Paul Walker. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Art. Walker. 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 I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I don't have time to say words properly. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, Alex. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Hold on. Last point on this. How many Fast and Furious Daniel, this is why I told you that you needed to hurry up because you're going to go on. This is quick. This is quick. How many Fast and Furious movies have you guys... How many Fast and Furious movies have you guys seen? Two. Out of like the 12. Dina? I didn't hear the question. How many Fast and Furious movies have you seen? 21? Oh, none. (gasps) We don't have time. We don't have to listen. We don't have time for indignation. (sighs) I wasted all of our time with Point Break. We gotta go. All right. We gotta go. We gotta go. Everything's getting (laughs) out of here. That's on me, honestly. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, it's time for a segment that in no way we've stolen from the We Have Issues podcast. In no way is this original content from Stevie and Anthony and uh, the amazing human beings that they are. Uh, it's time for accountability buddy segment. Um, as our guest, Alex, go first, buddy. What's uh, what, what you've been up to? All right. Cranking through it. Uh, we are doing some cool stuff over at Critically Stupid. So I spend a lot of my time editing and adding Foley work to recorded episodes, creating graphics and um, getting ready for a special project. Writing wise, I am in the middle of revising a YA historical fiction portal fantasy kind of vibe based off of my nephews. It's it's a departure from my norm. And aside from the bit that aside from the pieces of it that reek like rotten, weak old garbage, it's pretty good. Does it involve Charlemagne? Charlemagne's not in it yet, but I'm gonna go in tomorrow and add him in there as Perfect. Keanu Reeves. I wish I had known this because I had a time travel conspiracy we could have talked about. Ah well, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, and beyond that, I think that's all I got. That's just really, let's, let's keep it tight. Let's keep it tight. That's what no, I got. No, no. You, you got to talk to us quickly about some of the exciting stuff coming up with Woodkin really quick, dude. It's got a release date. This shit's getting real. I've seen covers and special oh. edition covers. Yeah. So I've got like a schedule of uh, like interviews and like exciting marketing stuff that I'm doing. There's a really, really exciting like special edition version of the book that's, that's coming out for a super secret thing. Um, and I'm absolutely terrified, and my imposter complex is burning at an all-time fever dream high, and I'm really excited about it. Do you need, do you need any sunshades to protect yourself from that? I need some sunshades because my future's so bright. <laughs> He's been waiting to drop that. That was pretty good. That was a pretty minutes. good time, actually. <laughs> that was. I felt really good about that. Dina, how are you accountability buddying? I'm actually doing good. I actually edited eight chapters so i'm proud of myself so book two is coming along yeah and i've got rebecca mickelson she's beta she's like going behind me even though i'm in dev edits already she's going behind me like Mm -hmm. it's top notch because i don't like book one so i want to make sure i get as much feedback on book two Mm. i'm gonna have to hard disagree with you on not liking book one um okay so i should clarify i like the book but like every time i read through it to do like this annotated copy and like i was listening to the audiobook i just see stuff that like i should have done or could have done so i'm just like i don't want that to happen with book two Mm -hmm. welcome Mm -hmm. to hell of being an author we are never okay with our yeah (laughs) me every time i edit this show it's all (laughs) creatives if you don't look back on your old work and like cringe a little bit you haven't grown Mm Hmm. Uh, that is a hundred percent. Yeah, you said that mm, two episodes ago. I think I did. Yeah. I'd say I told it to Daniel, and I think it remains true. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've mm-hmm. shared my cringiest writing with Alex, and he still talks to me. So you know, 
Um, <laughs> Sean, what have you been up to? Because he buddy? knows you're below him. Hey, listen, Daniel can be below me anytime he likes, baby. <clears throat> Power bottom, baby. Power bottom. Power bottom. Oh, my God. Oh, sweet Jesus. Daniel, so how's your you accountability buddy in going? Well, so. No, no, uh, nobody asked Daniel. He just talks about himself just because he feels left out. Well, listen, listen, I'm going to switch up the vibe, Dina. Daniel, Dina how is your accountability buddy in going? <sighs> Thank you, Alex. That means so much to me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, I'm I'm so excited. I, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I just got the first looks at my cover. Super excited because now it's real. It's my cover. It exists. And now we have to schedule showing it to the world. Um, I got some really exciting news. I'm going to kind of go into a little bit more in a future episode, but I'm going to be part of the JCC, uh, which is the Jewish Community Center Book Festival, which is one of the giant biggest book festivals in the entire Southeast. <laughs> Um, in November. So if you guys are in the Georgia area, please come and support me. So I'm not talking to an empty room. Um, and I, I'm just so excited, man. It's, uh, we're getting close to, uh, we're in that final home stretch for the release date. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to get destroyed on Goodreads for how terrible it is. <laughs> Bless. I love that for you. Bless. Bless. Thank you. Thank you. I love that journey. Um, so, so guys, thank you for joining us as we're all now more accountable to each other. Um, Alex, can I ask you a personal question? You may. Would you say that you're a tease? I would. <gasps> well, Alex, sir, I would like you to give the audience a little teeth, a little, a little feather, a little uh, sunshade on the testicles, if you will. I thought you were going to say a little teeth. I was like, a little no, teeth. We don't want a little teeth. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, a little teeth. Uh, I heard you have a special story time for us. I do. It regards the time that I cheerfully with a song in my heart and sunshine in my soul ruined $3,000 worth of family photos. Oh my God. I can't wait. What a vibe. What a vibe. You would think I'd pick better stories about myself. Wouldn't you? Like it says a lot about me that I'm happily willing to burn my own ass. That's got chaotic (laughs) Dina energy and I love it. Listen, yeah. I already know I already know that you're your agent every time you're like, oh yeah, yeah, hey, I'm just gonna go on this don't make a weird podcast real quick. It's like, Alex, please stop. Please don't. don't oh, Becky doesn't that. give a fuck. Becky, Becky's there to make <laughs> me sound good to ed- to editors and publishing houses. It's the marketing people at my current publishing house that are like, hey, are you sure that's a good idea? <laughs> Fair enough. So I tell we're them sorry. No, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> we're here anyway. For the record, there are several agents that trust us with their authors so fuck that marketing team just saying <laughs> no we don't mean that True. we don't mean that sean make her apologize play the music no anyway <laughs> let's go on um <laughs> to our game segment we're gonna do hot takes from reddit uh not a sponsor we'll not dive sponsor. into the depths of the internet's most popular discussions and bring you the juiciest most thought-provoking comments this week's post is from the Ask Reddit community, and it's titled, What Common Sexy Thing is a Turnoff for You Personally? And I'm going to go through here and read some of the top comments from this uh, thread, and you guys what can react. We're reacting. Oh, okay. talking. literally explaining it just right like, now. Just like, hold on, literally like two <laughs> seconds. Maybe just like two seconds to get your answer. I panicked, and I thought we were starting, and I was like, wait, did I black out and not hear instructions? You're just wasting your own time, dog. Dina, we're so, on a tight schedule. 
The question sorry. posed in the community was what common sexy thing is a turnoff for you personally? So I'm going to read a couple of the top comments, Dina, and you and the fellas here are going to react and discuss briefly. Okay. All right, I'm ready. It's less of a game and more of a fun little uh, round table. Yeah. 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 Okay, so the number one comment, <laughs> if I'm Fun. sorting by, what is this? By best. Okay, I'm sorting by best. So the best comment in terms of score is being siblings, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Can't relate. Can't relate. So, <laughs> Roll Tide. Dina, Dina does not watch porn, you guys. So she doesn't know that the meta on porn sites is everyone is related or step relative to yep. each other. Step bro, like, what are you doing? Exactly. Ew. Stepsister. Yes, like Why everyone's stuck a stepmom or a stepsister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dina, how do you yeah, feel no, about this? No, thanks. Is, is step siblings not uh, As someone who has selected a cousin in red flags multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. How do you feel about this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, You don't step-cousin? fuck family. You don't fuck family. Tell Sorry. that to Vin Diesel. Sober. I'm okay, sorry, but I, Alex, honestly, what? I didn't say anything, actually. It's crazy. The I think if your machine. cousin is really, really hot, you should be able to yeah. fuck just one time. Yeah. I mean, one Absolutely. time. One time. Yeah. Just once, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just. <laughs> as long as, like, you're using protection and multiple. Shout out Dave Attell for that one. Like a, like a guard at the door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you a hire lookout? personal security. Thanks you hire a personal it. assassin to take out anybody get, that tries. You get to one of Charlemagne's door. guards from the 1800s. Yeah, one of those one of those Charlemagne bad boys. <laughs> I'm gonna be Incredible. so bad helping my kids with history homework. <laughs> That's gonna be its own segment on the show. Charlemagne's <sighs> amazing. I mean. <laughs> But, so I just fair, want you guys to know that this isn't uh-huh. what I thought the game was. So I came prepared with a list of things. Oh, we can. Oh, I want to hear things. Yeah, yeah, give us yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm no, 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 no. It's no, okay. No, no, no. Dina, okay. Dina, Dina, no, no, no. You got to give us just one. one. You've just opened give us the door. The room. You've opened the door. Yeah, let's actually. I love that. Let's go around the room. Yeah, let's do this. Give us a juicy one. Give us a juicy one. Okay, dirty talk. I don't like it. Fuck. Reminds me too much of a book. Of a book. Yeah, what like kind of dirty in talk all the romance novels right or whatever. Okay. And all the romance novels, like they always like do that, and it just—it's always gross, cringy shit. I don't know. Right. It's true. Right. It right. doesn't. It doesn't translate well to the written world. <laughs> word. word. Written word. world. Word. World. Word. Yeah. No. Daniel, I'm, what I'm, about you? What's a what's a common <sighs> sexy thing that you find unsexy? Uh, <sighs> God damn it! I was gonna say dirty talk because, like, I, listen. I like to know. Dude, I like I, low key, I was also gonna say dirty talk, and I was <laughs> mad as hell. <laughs> like, like, listen. I don't mind some direction or that you're telling me that you're into it, but like, you know what I would also say is, is role playing. And I'm not knocking if you guys are into it. If you guys are, and obviously I love Chris role playing and, play? and not sex. Yeah. God damn it. Nay. But like cilantro. God, <laughs> Alex, my tolerance is like zero. I'm postpartum. Shit. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm all for like, you know, getting set in the stage or whatever. But it's like I, maybe I'm not I don't have good enough imagination. But like, I, I, I can't picture my wife being like, uh, yeah, I'm your secretary. And be like, all right, we'll fucking file those reports. So like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> 
Roberto, do you not know how to use the time clock because you forgot the clock out two days in a row, bitch? I said on my desk by the end of the day. I did not find it on my desk. Yeah, no, I don't like that either. <laughs> so maybe we're all just boring and vanilla. So if Ray watches this episode, she's so mad at us. Um, no, Daniel I'll, just likes complete silence and eye contact. That's it. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in for that warm and soak, baby. And I'm, I'm nothing but it. socks half on. That's it. Oh, ultimate comfort. Alex, what's uh, what's your sexy thing? I- <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. No way I got to follow that, right? All right, fine. Um, mine has got to be massages because I am, I'm capable of like intimate touch, but when it comes to massages specifically, there's a part of me that just like fucking like lets go and forgets. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, like, literally pushing muscles together and i'm like yeah like push that into the spine and my wife was like ah all of a sudden you're like That's resetting her spine like a chiropractor like get my elbow in there and she's like stop it i you know what like i our very first episode touched on this because i i way back a million years ago because i'm with you like i that that used to be like kind of my go-to move but then like Harvey Weinstein and the rest of this happened. And now, like, anytime I think about a massage, I'm like, this is just fucking creepy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Society has has ruined massages, man. Or bad human beings have. (laughs) Do you know what about you? Massages doing anything for She. I love getting massages, but my husband does what Alex was saying. Like, he forgets that he's giving me a a massage and then he's just like, ah. And I'm like, I can't work the next day. I'm like, my shoulder's out of place. This isn't fun anymore. Yeah, healing shouldn't be sexy. Sorry, my husband (laughs) threw my back out last night, and everyone thinks it's because you had wild sex. But nope, it's because he literally hurt your back. He pulled one of my vertebrae out. And I don't give him massages because he just complains that I don't do it hard enough. So That's what she said. He can't feel anything, period. So, like, Mm -hmm. what does a massage do for him? Yeah, he's not alive, so yeah, I'm with you. That's, that's producer Sean. What about what about you? What's a what's a common sexy thing that you find unsexy? Um, you guys are probably going to laugh at this because you call me daddy all the time, but I don't want someone calling me daddy in the bedroom. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> yes, like that that's a good one. to me. I don't want to be reminded of a, a a paternal figure, like while I'm getting it on. That's just yeah. weird to Bro, me. Fair. I don't yeah. even like referring to my husband as dad to our child. I'm just like, yeah, you're dad. <laughs> Daddy? You're <laughs> the kid's gonna grow up calling his dad like Tim. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> like, my, <laughs> my daughter calls me daddy. I don't want anyone else calling me daddy in a sexual yeah. sense. Dude, same weird. thing. That's weird. My, yeah. yeah. My kid calls me daddy too, and it's the same thing where I'm like, please, just don't. I can't. I don't. can't have this ruined for me. <laughs> All right, let's see what else Reddit said. Um Let's see. Baby talk. That's kind of on the same Whoa. lines as, as yeah, sexy no, talk in the bedroom. Don't like it. Who even? Apparently, oh, yeah. some people find it incredibly attractive when women do the baby talk voice, which is really fucked up. Yeah, that opens even up a lot of cans of worms. Baby, I just want to punch you in the face if I hear baby talk. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, baby? Talk like a fucking adult. CPS. She doesn't mean actually punch Bro, a baby. Fuck in the face. up. Okay. Metaphorically. <laughs> metaphorically. Metaphorically. Of oh wait, no. I meant like if somebody's talking to an actual baby, not if a baby's talking. <laughs> oh. You made it sound like you were gonna punch a baby in the face. Yeah, one hundred percent. I, I like, interpreted oh, that. Have another drink. You speak when spoken to. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Daddy, oh, can good. I have a hug? Fuck you. <laughs> Dated a girl. <laughs> Damn. Dated a girl who was really into anime once. She did all the hentai cries to be sexy, and it was just the most unsexy thing I've ever experienced. It was like doing the do with a fucking chipmunked F1 race car. <laughs> Wait, are the hentai? Is that like the whole yeah? Is that? Yeah, basically. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Yep. Dina, okay. Dina how, how do you chipmunk know about this? F1 race car is quite good, though. Yeah, that, that <laughs> type of description right there, I'm here for it. Yep. Oh, so my, I guys- know about it because my. My godbrother like will walk around in stores and he'll just screen that in stores to embarrass me. I like him. Excellent. I like him. That's, that's effective. perfect. Effective. Yeah, no, that's Sean, effective. you should sort by controversial and pick the top of the oh, top of that. God. You know what? I considered that earlier. Okay, so for those who don't use Reddit, controversial means that it's basically a mixed bag of people upvoting or downvoting this comment. So like Oh, let's do those. Yeah, this could be um, bad. I'm excited. Let's see. The top controversial comment is muscular men. A six pack is not attractive. That's I paid that person. Well, an unpopular yeah. opinion. I think I'm, I'm okay I with mean, that one. By popular culture. Yeah. But I know, I know plenty of people that, that idolize larger figured mask presenting people. Yeah. I don't appreciate that's, that's super me, large muscles. I like lean and fit, but I don't like big muscles. I have to imagine at a certain point it's just uncomfortable to like yeah. press against. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I support that. It's like, yeah, at least the, you know, my wife's like, I like to feel like I'm protected, but she doesn't want to feel like it's just, you know, so I got to keep that thing. Listen, I will take a mask woman all day because I want to be carried through the, over the threshold. Oh, fuck yeah. God damn, damn right. God damn right. Rescue me, baby. Mm. <laughs> Death All by I'm saying is, suit, baby. You can put my fire out anytime. <laughs> All I'm saying is that uh, Louisa from uh, Encanto, she can get it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> she, she can get, get it. it. She <laughs> can get it. She can get it. Okay. Um, Blowjobs. I get bored and most women suck at doing it. Whoa. Hard disagree. Damn, Hard disagree. shots fired. That's either Listen. a woman trying to convince other people that blowjobs suck or... <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. guy's just never had someone who knows what they're doing yeah listen i'll thing. be honest my wife knows that there is basically not like like you know the whole like what would you do for a klondike bar there is absolutely nothing on this fucking earth that i would not do to receive that and so she she holds it yeah. over me like that, except this the, is dishes. the ultimate yeah <laughs> no here's the thing oh yeah i can do whatever draw i line somewhere. <laughs> If you don't have morals, then what are you doing? <laughs> Gotta have boundaries, baby. Here's the thing. She, the problem with the dishes one is that she won't open that door because she, she knows that she rewards me once for doing the dishes like that. I will only do it if that's the reward. So she just won't open Pandora's box on that. That's petty, Daniel. You should be a better partner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If your only incentive is oral sex, maybe you should reevaluate some of your life choices. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mom. I swear we don't base our entire relationship off hey, of Hey, what's up, Daniel's sex. mom? It's great to see you. She hey, watches mom. every episode, y'all. She really does. Thanks Hi, Coralie. We love you. <laughs> this is I would want to know what, what Coralie's uh, take nope. on the nope. common sexy thing that turns her off. Nope. Yeah, Coralie, comment, below. comment below. Leave it in the comments. Yeah, yeah leave it in sure. the comments, Carly. That's, that's we'll read it off nope. next episode. Nope, 100%. <laughs> we'll make Daniel read it. 
We'll make Daniel read it and then we'll tell him it's you afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> you're an old boy. Me. Like a bunch you're of gonna fucking shit. old boy me. Is that what you're gonna do? Wow. <laughs> okay, boy. so audience, we need you guys to all comment, and then Corley, we need you to comment so we can. Yeah, get comment down below. What common sexy thing is a turn off for you personally? For uh, Habsburg Wolf, it's twerking. Is it exercising? Is it a sport? What is it? <laughs> cannot, cannot connect. Can't empathize with that one at all. Twerk My favorite baby. thing is when people try to twerk like on TikTok and shit, and they obviously don't know how to do it. So they're kind of just moving their whole body and it's not really doing anything. Hey, listen, you don't have to describe my TikTok content to the viewers, Sean. All right, they're aware that I'm practicing for the twerk stupid off. on TikTok, everybody. All the He's twerk videos you can ask every, for. Every D&D themed twerk off you've ever imagined. <laughs> this is how I imagine a paladin claps cheeks. Oh my God. Oh I'll my God, what, Alex, these... please, please do that. This would be the yeah, greatest thought. You would go fucking viral. You, got to. you know what would be even funnier is if he didn't go viral. <laughs> Just 217 <laughs> views, baby. And he spent about six hours twerking like every class. Oh, oh my God. Oh shit. That is incredible. I'm so in for that. Oh no. <sighs> that was beautiful. All right, guys, this has been another great game segment. We got hot takes. We got spicy over here. And I think we've uh, promised that Alex is going to twerk for us in uh, future TikTok. So nope, follow him. Nope, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. Alex's ass is not a sponsor. <laughs> Ow. Oh, my God. There's nothing I want to do more right now than just do a little like mid reel like ad <laughs> for Alex's ass. You want a lot of things, Daniel, that you just yeah. will never okay, get. So why don't you go ahead and film that yourself and mm -hmm. edit that yourself and mm -hmm. spend mm -hmm. the time uploading mm -hmm. it and sharing mm -hmm. it yourself. And uh, mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. Yep. 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 Hey, guys, yep. guys, guys, guys. 100% about to guys, add this can, in. Can you tell that Sean's fucking done with Daniel's bullshit? And editing? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Sean's like, why don't you edit that yourself, asshole? That's, that's, the, that's where like, Sean's like drawing the line. That's the line. Alex, the other day. Okay, so fucking Chris Flory. <laughs> challenged daniel to a lip sync mm -hmm. battle or something mm -hmm. and he posted it like a week earlier and then mm -hmm. i called out daniel for like agreeing to it not doing it and all this shit yeah he came to us in our private chat the other day and was like i'm a fucking caveman how do i record a selfie video with music playing yeah and so dina had to explain to him that he could do it in snapchat because he mm -hmm. doesn't know how to fucking do any of this shit he right. really is a caveman yes right. guess what guess how did that video go daniel uh, definitely going to work on that after this recording's done. So uh, we'll see it. He right hasn't there. done it. Long story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Well, Alex's, thanks, Alex's ass. ass. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the fucking uh, the fucking Ace Ventura thing. Hello, may I ask you a few questions? Excuse my breath. I taint been washing my teeth. <laughs> Alex's okay. ass has an Irish accent. I love it. That makes total sense. I'm that was familiar. Irish to you? <laughs> hey, Dina, you want to get the fuck out of my DMs, please? Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you got to add that the, the depressing inflection at the end of every line if you're doing right. Isn't that the rule, Daniel? Yeah. No, no, desperate. You have to be desperate. That's how, that's how uh, Irish accents happen. 
I got to talk about Iders, Alex Zass. Have you seen that thing? It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, desperation. That's what it is. Yeah. That's not what Niall Horan sounds like, just so you know. Who's that? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Fuck all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Allie would know. It's fine. But you know what, guys? I think that just brings up an interesting uh, discussion time. The worst worst, worst transition of all Nailed time, it. Daniel. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna say it. Nailed bottom, it. Bottom five. That was a bottom five. I got so in my nose. That's generous. <laughs> I've got sweat in my eyes. And I'm hating <laughs> myself right now. Yeah, dude, I'm sweating hard right now. Too. I'm so sweaty over here. Oh. Summer's great, guys. Summer is the best. <laughs> I feel all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're just gonna hard smash cut. So, uh. God damn it, I can't do it. Sean, don't give me seg- segues. Smash. Hey, so today we're going to be talking about marketing. This is the last uh, discussion topic we're going to have with Alexander James before we bring him back <gasps> to talk about yes. his brand new horror novel, The Woodkin, which is coming out next month as of the recording of this video. And uh, yeah, so we wanted Quick to bring him in order. and talk about marketing. What? Quick point of order. It's a rom-com, not a horror movie. It it's is a, a rom-com slash horror. It's also not a movie. Not, not so. a movie. Yeah, potato tomato. Maybe one that, day if he markets really correctly. Fr- I mean, he, he, there's a lot of stuff he hasn't told us. It might have been optioned already, but we'll have to wait and see. He's entirely too smug about that, <laughs> that joking comment. Wait, right wait, 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 He's the a way sad his writers killed Scab. According to the union, I can't say anything. <laughs> My hands are tied. <laughs> the Woodkin, starring Gary Busey, coming next <laughs> fall. So fucking Amazon Prime Video. Fucking Gary Busey. <laughs> fucking. Bring God. it right back to Point Break, baby. Kevin Sorbo. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god. Kevin Sorbo, Gary Busey, star of The Woodkin. Right, so, Alex, so talk to us about uh, marketing from a traditional publishing perspective, because for a lot of us, you know, we're on Twitter. We are either just word of mouthing it, maybe trying to do a newsletter and some of those simple things. What's it like uh, from a traditional perspective? So it's it's curious because. I don't have curious a hard and, and fast curious and curious. I don't have a hard and fast answer for you. There is no it is this and isn't that. It's essentially the same thing from traditional to indie. You're still building those word of mouth connections, trying to build awareness for your book, trying to get the cover out there and get people talking about it and, and get pre-orders out. And it's one of the areas of publishing a book that I genuinely feel the most lost in because like, I can write words good. And I can revise words and I can make a story and do all of this bullshit. And then when it comes to marketing, like that's the part where the rubber meets the road of your actual honest to God charisma. And hey, guys, your boy's down bad. I don't have any. <laughs> uh, so like when it, when it comes to like marketing, it's like I got to I got to go from being an artiste to being a salesman essentially when you boil it down like i know that we're all none of us are actually like a hundred percent salesmen and a hundred percent artists but like there is a point in publishing where you go from one to the other and and i'm at the transition point where i'm going from one to the other and i feel lost 
And that makes absolute sense. I mean, I know that like Dina, you you obviously with Lost Boys Press, you do a lot of marketing and things like that. Um, and obviously, you know, it's it's different. You know, everything has to do with budget and stuff like that. But like, what is it from like a publisher's perspective that is some of the challenges or some of the things that you like to see in marketing? Um, honestly, marketing is a lot of fear when like when we go into our marketing meetings because we're investing as much money as we can into each project. So it's there's a lot of fear and unknown because it it, it is hit or miss. Like it's 50-50 if you're going to make it or not. And like even the most solid patterns that we have and like the most reputable programs and methods and formulas that we know still don't always work. Like, I mean, we we went all out for nothing special. And I mean, we were expecting at least 500 reviews for nothing special. And we got like 40, I think. Like marketing is really, really hard, even when you know, quote unquote, what you're doing. And and that makes sense, too, because, I mean, the other thing that I see a lot is that, you know, uh, between COVID, everything switching to a digital age um, and everything like that is that the means that even a traditional publisher would use to market people, you know, going on book tours, going, uh, you know, hitting up a bunch of uh, bookstores, um, doing different types of events and stuff. A lot of these things are getting moved away from, um, you know, and and it feels like uh, a particularly more and more isolated thing, how to find your audience. Um, Alex, what are some things that you say have been successful, as difficult as much as you say you don't know what you're doing and all that? What are some things that have worked for you? So one of the greatest gifts that I've been given or, or blessings that I've received in this marketing time in my life is I reached out to a couple of small bookstores here in Seattle, and they agreed to to have me on for like an in-person reading and Q&A and, and book signing. And it's one of like, I'm genuinely terrified because each of them is like, hey, so we've got room for like 30 to 50 people and we'll see. And even these bookstores who have experience bringing in authors with books and they can look at the metrics of the book and be like, okay, it's been reviewed by X amount of people. It's produced by this distributor. Like bookstores have metrics to look at whether or not, because that, I mean, to Dina's point, it's an investment gamble. You're essentially rolling the dice on money, whether or not this person will bring butts in the seats and sell books. And so I've had a couple of bookstores who are like, again, really small, really local, who have like, yeah, let's try it out. And that's, I mean, I'm I'm genuinely like super excited for that. And that's amazing. I will also say book book tours and like what you mentioned, Danielle, they're not dead. They're very, very much alive. And like publishers are still investing in them. Or trying to, it's just a matter of they are so fucking selective now that almost nobody's getting in. Like, I've got a very big author that we're working with with Lost Boys, and even she's struggling. Not as much as our other authors, because she's got this whole repertoire of books and everything. But it, it she's still struggling too. Like, but people are still trying and they're still doing them. They're just very, very picky because they want a huge crowd because that bookstore wants a name for themselves. They right. want to be noticed by the public that wouldn't normally go into the bookstore. Yeah. And that, and that makes perfect sense. Um, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go around between both of you here real quick. Uh, what would you say are, you know, if you are first time author, you just, you know, let's say we're self-published or just doing this. Um, what would be your best uh, advice for getting into marketing? Like where should you start 
Uh, how do you get your feet wet in trying to build that brand? Uh, I, and again, I'll defer to Dina because she is the expert, but my, my gut reaction would be make sure that your graphic marketing looks professional. I think there is a, there's a big noticeable difference between I built this myself on Canva and I think it looks good versus we built this even, I mean, even we built this on Canva, but we had several people look at it and think, oh, we can sharpen this or we can make that a little bit more subtle. There is a huge difference in quality when it comes to the graphic branding of your book and yourself as an author, because you're going to use those for everything. You're going to put them up at the table that you're signing books at. You're going to send them to bookstores that you're trying to get to bring you in for a Q&A. Like those you're going to, you're going to rely on those to, to promote yourself. And if they look amateur, that's how you're going to be perceived. That's, that's outstanding. Les. Dina, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I'll second that completely. And I'll also add in <clears throat> that social media, I know that authors don't want to hear this, but social media presence, I honestly, I look for any, every single author that queries us or agents that query us, give us their authors, whatever. I'm the one vetting their social media. And I know that like, we don't want to be on social media. I know that we don't, it's really hard to grow a following and have a community and like, you don't want to focus on your likes, but I look at all those things for all of our authors because unfortunately they do matter and no, they don't a hundred percent correlate to sales, but at least I know that somebody's heard of the book that we're investing in, even if they're not buying it, because that's a big deal too. Cause at least they're going to go to the library or Kindle unlimited when the book is free and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I remember seeing that author on social media. And, and, and I would add, I agree with that 100%. I'd add one step further is also be authentic on social media. Like, I know that we're trying to be our best self and present Mm. our best self. I'm not saying be stupid on there. But, like, if everything that you are putting on social media is simply just dropping book titles, just dropping advertisements, is just generic, uh, you know, uh, like, can men and women just be friends? Like, that type of garbage. (laughs) Like, everyone sees through it. No one wants to be a part of it. And that's not going to help you sell a book. I think being an authentic personality that is relatable and interested in building the community is the best method towards that. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, guys. For so, sure, yeah, for sure. so this has been a absolute fantastic discussion on marketing. I'd love to even dive back into this more next time we have Alex on here. If you guys have questions, if you guys have your own thoughts, advice, please drop them in the comments. Let us know. Uh, you know, we're all just trying to make it out here in the uh, writing world. And, uh, the more we collaborate, the more we can all be successful. So, um, Alex, I think it's time, buddy. You see, we're all about storytelling here. And as such, we try to share a fun story each week. So without further ado. It's story time with Alex. We're going back a ways. Pack your suitcases because we're going on a time jump. I was on a vacation with my family to another country. I was uh, lucky enough to be included in this, because a lot of people aren't. But we were on a trip, and this was the mid to late 90s when technology was clunky and expensive. It was just emerging, and I mean, 
evolving and, and becoming cheaper and slimmer and easier to carry. But it was still a time when like a digital camera weighed about a pound and the accessories for it were fairly expensive and difficult to find, especially if you lived in another country, which I did. So my family and I were on vacation. We were, it was, I think it was a longer one. It was like a week to 10 days. Again, very fortunate. And the whole time my dad was taking pictures with his new digital camera. Every time there was an opportunity to like get the family together, snap a picture. The boys are doing a cute thing, snap a picture. My youngest brother was barely out of toddlerhood at this point. So he might've been like two and a half to three. So he was very cute. So anytime he did something cute, bam, snap a picture. My dad was always taking pictures. We were at a touristy thing, like a thing that tourists go to. And I was bored because it involved history and reading. And to a 10 and a half year old, that shit was boring as tits. So instead of paying attention to whatever bullshit lecture the guide was giving that my, that my parents were very excited about, I decided to find a big rock in one hand and go around hitting things with it, which to a 10 year old is great. That's a lot of fun. And I'm going to be real from a 32 year old perspective. Also pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. So I was wandering around looking for things to hit with this rock and I saw something shiny in the ground, in the dirt. And I was like, what's this? Because it's literally begging to be hit by this rock I'm holding in one hand. And it was a little plastic card about like, I don't know, like half an inch by three quarters of an inch with gold bars on the bottom. And I was like, I have no fucking idea what this is, but I'm going to hit it with this rock. And I put it on another rock and I smashed it and it made like a little like pathetic crunch. And I was like, that was great. I'm going to hit it again. Bam, 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 bam. Repeat five, 10 times. And eventually my dad was the one to find me. He came over and he's like, uh, what are you doing? I, didn't, I noticed that you weren't with the tour guide. And I was like, oh, I was hitting this thing with this rock. Like I literally said, I was hitting this thing with this rock. And uh, the look on my dad's face is something that I remember to this day because it was an amazing cavalcade of oh, confusion, realization, surprise, and dismay as he gingerly reached down and plucked the $400 SD chip that he bought for his digital camera out of my rock and dirt laden hands. <laughs> and realized in that moment that I had just trashed all of the photos from this week's worth of vacation because I, and, and like, I'm not exaggerating for hyperbole. I literally found it in the dirt. Apparently he, the slide to his digital camera had opened and dropped this thing in the ground. And I, I'd happened to wander over it and what smashed it with odds? a rock for five and a half minutes. What are the odds? Every single one of the pictures from that vacation are garbage. None of them were recovered. This is Prague all over again. The, 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 the dread that I feel as your stories unfold into disaster. It's Prague again. <laughs> I, I still can't talk to my dad about that vacation because he's, I mean... Again, very fortunate, very blessed to have been able to go. But like my parents spent a lot of money on that vacation and I ruined every trace of it. <laughs> and you could have been a hero. You could have been like, Dad, look what I found. He'd be like, oh, my God, son, you found the missing SD card. Nope. <sighs> Dina, thoughts? I don't know if I would have the physical restraint 
Do not beat the ever living fuck out of I mean, my channel. Honestly, honestly. CPS, if you're listening, Dina's just oh, she doesn't mean it. Doesn't mean it. Also, yeah, how allegedly. Hashtag Dina loves kids. Yeah, hashtag Dina loves kids in an appropriate way. Um, also, I didn't know that Alex was not an only child. Yeah, I didn't know either. This child? is this is great. I have brothers. Do you have? A you're sister? not going to tell me if you're a middle child because you don't want me to hear you say that you have middle child energy. He's he's the youngest. No, he said he's that he youngest. had a younger brother. Oh yeah, it was. Younger I did brother. say I had yeah. a younger brother. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got to at least be a middle, and because of, there's multiple. Um, what about his sister, Alex? Do you, do you have a sister, buddy? Sure. He, he would. Oh, oh my god. I don't. Uh, I don't need you to be like fucking a secret agent spy over here. It was mm-hmm. just a general question. Jesus. Yeah. I just want to know if maybe you have a. a That's not. Hey, hang on a second, dog. That's my family. Like I'm a public persona, but my family is not. So yeah, like, it's, I just wasn't gonna look up your family. To be, family. To be fair, his eyes glazed over. To be fair, Alex, all I was trying to set up set up was was it? Do you have a stepsister? Yeah, I knew that's what you were calling. Oh, I just was going to tell him that he had middle child energy. That's all. I have a lot of metaphorical stepsisters. Hey! Hey, Hey, Dina. Why don't you cue us up maybe three story headlines for the next Choose Your Own Adventure poll? Ooh, do it. I would love to cue you up. (laughs) Yeah, you the would. next choose your own yes and yes and <laughs> for today's that's my cover oh reveal my uh, for today's <laughs> oh my god look at her scrolling holy shit she's gotta go so far down episode 90 or 91 Alex okay you're doing so um, good I'm so proud of you <laughs> this is the best today's okay the time somebody robbed baby Dina, <gasps> age three, question mark. Okay. Question uh, <laughs> mark? I mean, who knows? Drive it like you stole it, or the boyfriend I didn't know was my boyfriend. Okay. <sighs> amazing. Uh, amazing. Wait a minute. I feel like we've heard uh, you were dating someone and didn't know it story already. I've got two. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Dina, Dina has been oblivious of her entire dating Dana. history. Dina, God dang it, Diana! I am Diana. not good at the romantic interaction. How long were you married to your husband before you realized you were married to your husband? <laughs> That's what I do means. That's so, why I wore the white actually, dress. I thought, I thought we were dating before Arby's. he said we were dating. So. Oh. I, like mm-hmm. I can get like I just imagine how this conversation with Tim that. went. The, Tim's like, "Hey, so like you know, like no big deal, no judgment, but to like, what was your dating history like before we met?" He's like, "Dude, I didn't, I didn't, I never had a boyfriend. I never dated anyone. I've never <laughs> dated a single person." Dude, <laughs> 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 mm. you know, that's exactly how that went, didn't it? No, he knew my uh, previous boyfriend because oh, they yeah, were both Chick-fil-A. named Tim and because both he my boss. Killed them. Yeah, Tammy one, Tammy two. Yeah, you've got a type. Yep. Have you synced yeah, up? Apparently. Have you synced Timmy up one Tim's tour two. dates to the serial murders in your area? <laughs> yes, it's all full circle, baby. We've done it. 
Oh, God. Have you checked in on all of your ex-boyfriends recently? Do any of them pass a resemblance to Keanu Reeves? Or, and, Charlemagne. And, or, Charlemagne. One looks like Ryan Gosling. I think you're lying to yourself yeah, on that one. I think you tell yourself, yourself yeah, he looks like Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, I think he's ugly. Wow. Like, it's not a brag. I, I don't How? think Ryan Gosling is. How dare you? How <laughs> dare. I didn't say Ryan Reynolds. I said Ryan Gosling. If you said Ryan Reynolds, so, I would have quit. Yep, the show yeah. over. Show I'll, cl- I'll click over. leave. Close. <laughs> this has been the last episode of Don't Make It Weird. Um, I love this for you, Alex. Is that the wait, is that the fire the truck? Yep, yeah, there it is, is right on the ambulance. I thought you lived yeah. in Brooklyn. <laughs> you would fucking think that, wouldn't you? Oh Dude, the number like of times home. I scream at the windows, let them burn. It's <laughs> wild. I sound like a medieval priest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell, I love you, Alex. <laughs> Alright, so quickly, quickly. We have to decide. Oh. Oh. No, we don't. No, no we, we don't. don't. It's time to get sultry. See how it is. It's time to get hot. You see, every week we celebrate <laughs> some of the worst erotic literature in history, as typically selected by the literary review, a British literary magazine, in a segment that we call cringy copulation. What the copulation. fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> they are what? <laughs> You know, almost just died, baby. Jesus. These are real excerpts. <laughs> oh my god, I can't, right? These are real excerpts from real books intended to be taken seriously. This week's double feature will be read by Sean and is from Wendy Perriam's Speak Softly mm. and By Design by Richard E. Grant. Sean, check those DMs, baby. Hold, please. Yeah. I like being told the whole Okay. Speak softly. Here we go. She closed her eyes, saw his dark as treacle toffee eyes gazing down at her. Weirdly, he was clad in pinstripes at the same time as being naked. Pinstripes were erotic. The uniform of fathers, two-dimensional fathers. Even Mr. Hughes's penis had a seductive pinstriped foreskin. <laughs> So he was wearing pinstripes while also being naked. So like, are we thinking like a suit with cutouts? <laughs> or maybe he just drew pinstripes on body himself? Paint, yeah, okay. Body paint, baby. Okay. No, body he shaved. Oh! Oh, that's hot. That's sexy. It's the Sasquatch hair that he shaved <laughs> Boy, into stripes. I've never been more aware of how hairy Tim is as a person than that <laughs> comment right there. My goodness. <laughs> What an insight into Dina's marriage that I did not need. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay, let's get this second one out of the way, and then we can talk about both (laughs) of them. Yep, let's do this. Mm, Yeah. By design by Richard E. Grant. This fucking guy. She sucks my tongue so hard. It is difficult to form a syllable, besides which my blood rush south is so ferocious that I really have little choice other than to succumb completely, vaguely, con- vaguely conscious that she <clears throat> that she should, sorry, vaguely conscious that she, that should she, should she, guide my now throbbing Titanic into her icebergs, I would definitely be sunk. 
My favorite part of that second one, no, my favorite part of that second one was the grammar was so bad, even producer Sean had to take a triple, a triple read. Like literally quadruple, probably. <laughs> Hold on. Are icebergs... I guess the I vaginal thought that they lips. were her boobs. I think it's the vaginal yeah, lips. But then I realized... Vaginal lips. That's that that was like my second guess because at first I was like, wait, icebergs has to be the boobs. And then I was like, no. Unless he's just being really fucking weird with her boobs. Or what if he's aiming well, in the back door and the icebergs are the buttocks? Oh no. And also, well, like, hey, I don't him. I don't want to um actually, but the uh, but the Titanic <laughs> was sunk by one iceberg, my guys. So like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> This isn't even historically wow. accurate. Do your research, okay, I don't Richard? <laughs> and, and listen, we didn't have time to do the full author bio, but this guy is a super famous actor. He's won a ton of awards. He was in Rise of Skywalker, buddy. Um, yeah, yeah. Very successful human being that uh, equated sex Richard to... Uh, Grant. Yep, equated sex I, to... That can't uh, possibly be true, right? No, that's real. Dude, he was old Loki in Loki. What? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's won a shit ton of stuff. Not as a writer. Would afford, you, yeah, he you was. think he could afford an editor? <laughs> oh, that guy looks like he would write that. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. 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 That is brutal. Oh, Just my God. Have you seen this motherfucker? Have you seen this motherfucker? I'm not in the habit of judging people based on their appearance, but whatever, whatever floats your boat. Dude. I am. I was trained totally in it for is. work. It's fine. It's true. It's true. Oh, it's true. She visually profiles everyone. So, so how, guys, which was sexual predator they probably are based mm-hmm, on their looks. Mm-hmm. Honestly, she looks yeah. at their tour dates. She looks <laughs> at their tour dates. Where have you been? <laughs> it's all connected, man. Uh, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not Garth Brooks. There's no way. Yeah, there's and, no way. And for the record, the pinstripes. Oh my god! Was... Wait, what if <gasps> I cracked it? Okay, so okay. Uh, Chris Gaines is his alter ego. So mm-hmm. what if he actually is schizophrenic and he has a third personality that does all the murder? Whoa! I just scared myself. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Jokes out of the room. Jokes out of the room again. Wife, all right, guys. Super serial. My wife is actually like a clinical therapist and true DID is less than 1% of the population. The fucking odds are infinitesimal. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying is that there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. She should should do. (laughs) That's all I heard. (laughs) Oh, she should do a what, Dina? She should do a study on. um, (laughs) Chris Gaines. No. No, she should do a study on that verse inside of the deaf community because, like, I've personally interpreted for like three or four actual dissociative disorder. But to be fair, but to be fair, how many thousands, if not millions of people, have you interpreted for over the years? Yeah. Seven. So even if you've had three or four, that percentage still sounds right. All right. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. But incredible, incredible guys! This got sexy and and listen, Alex. To be fair, the pinstripe one was was directed at you because I thought I was doing these cringy copulations for you because you like to be well dressed, mm-hmm. and so I just wanted that to be there in your mind. Never seen him in pinstripes, but go on. 
Yeah, yeah. You own pinstripes, Alex. He looks like he would wear pinstripes. This motherfucker has pinstripes, Alex. All I can think about in like this whole conversation is how much is how much body hair Tim has. Guys, and like, <laughs> he has the pinstripes painted onto his skin underneath. I his have shaved coat. pinstripes Fun into fact. my body hair. <laughs> Alex, is this gonna be the new frosty? Fun tips? fact: My husband can't grow body hair from the knee up. So fuck you. No. That's just what he tells you. That's so he has really you. hairy feet and hair nowhere else whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's got hobbit feet and the baldest nutsack How you've ever seen. Yeah. He is he yeah. is so well known at his laser hair removal place <laughs> because he goes by the pseudonym Inigo Montoya. They see him every other Tuesday because he's like, Dina can't know. Special. can't know. Inigo special. He wants the lasered on fucking pinstripes, baby. He's working overtime just to be able to afford those pinstripes now. Working nine to five. So, so guys, listen. If uh, if this episode gets two hundred views, uh, I believe Alexander James, similar to his frosted tips, has promised that he will shave pinstripes into his body. Alex, is this correct? My boy, you have got to shoot that number so much higher. Have some faith in yourself. <laughs> listen, we Alex, don't have a lot of faith around here. As of the date of this recording, we got twenty six views on last week's episode. So yeah. Still no. Still, you know what's amazing? Still no. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> Literally no one watches us, but we're here, baby. All right, guys. So I sorry. No, no. please. No, no, no. Go, Maybe go. that's why agents trust us with their honor. <laughs> Just no, no one's gonna watch our show. <laughs> They're like, yeah, bro, go that's for fair. it. Like sure. you're just shouting into the void right now. They strap just your tussle head, your hair a little bit. Strap your head with a blanket and scream into the void. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen! Future scientists are going to look at "Don't Make It Weird" episodes and just assume that this is what uh, American civilization was like. And you know, accurate. We've yeah. got wait. We've got a chef, a producer, mm-hmm. Daniel, Allegedly. and then. <laughs> Daniel, ex cult survivor. A Daniel, a Daniel, Daniel. a uh, coattail rider. That's society. Um, yeah, that's society. We really are society, guys. Fuck. And you know what else is society? I don't be guys? society. <laughs> yes, Jeff. Coattail wagger sounds like a before and after puzzle you. on on Wheel of Fortune for Daniel. Yes, it does. Because he rides coattails and wags his tail. It really does. Yeah. I still maintain that my dog fan. Is that was how a good Wheel idea. of Fortune works? Before Get us after. out of here, Daniel. Get us out of here. We're dying. It's not funny. <laughs> it's dying, guys. It's dying. All right, guys. If you love hanging out with Alex James, if you love all the great stuff that he does, in addition to being an incredible fucking writer with an incredible book coming up, you've got to check out Critically Stupid, a real life D&D improv comedy podcast. Currently Try that again. Playing- okay, you messed it up in the intro. I'm not going to let you <laughs> mess it up in the outro. What did I say? Do it again. What did I say? It's not real life. It's real play. Real play. Play in life. What if it very... was real life, though? That's LARPing, and we don't talk about LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this lifetime. Loki, I've always Dina. wanted to do that. Oh, okay. Oh, my God, I'd go, I I'd go LARPing. I can't. Like, yeah, if they, use, if they use foam weapons, Dina. You don't get to bring real blades to the fight. That's oh. true. <laughs> no, I really thought that it was like... I would retract okay, my okay. entire role-playing, like... Like not finding it sexy if it started as LARPing and then turned into role-playing in the bedroom. Like, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that right, just dried up everything inside of me. That was Let's disgusting. Let's critically stupid correctly this time and get us out of here, guys. If you love Alexander, get out of here. 
Guys, if you love Alexander James and love hanging out with him, and uh, man, you should be so excited to read his book, The Woodkin. It's coming out soon. But first, you've got to check out Critically Stupid, a real play D&D improv comedy podcast, currently playing the official D&D module Water Dra- Fuck. Water Deep Dragon. Fuck Water me, Dragon. Daniel! I was so close! <laughs> I was so close. Uh, currently playing the official D&D module Water Deep Dragon Heist. New episodes on YouTube and Spotify every single Friday. And again, The Woodkin, his debut horror novel slash rom-com, is available now for pre-order anywhere you buy books. Its release date is October... God damn it. Its release date is August 22nd. We are reading the book and we will have him back for a full author interview next month. It's going to be freaking amazing. (sighs) Guys, I've never worked so hard as a viewer in a segment in my life. (laughs) My heart is pounding right now. I love that. Oh, oh, oh my God! Was that me? That was the other one. We got the other Dina soundbite. Is that what I sound like? Yeah, that's yes. That's you, buddy. That's that's on all board. Oh man, I'm not very intimidating. (laughs) No, what? Are you kidding me? I'm terrified. Play it again. Play it again. I'm gonna kick your ass. Okay, that was you threatening your dog, to be fair. Yeah, okay, she was threatening her dog on this. I would laugh at me in the streets. (laughs) Hey, streets of Sandina's not scary at all. (laughs) Streets is here. Oh, yeah, you should hear the buzz on the streets. They said she's not intimidating at all. (laughs) I can't. I can't. (laughs) If you want to give us a call, you can give us a call at 347-69-WEIRD. Or 347-69-3473. I can't even do any of this right anymore. Uh, Alex, where can the folks find you, buddy? You can find me on Twitter and God help my soul TikTok at Drunk Scribe. And you will be twerking through every D&D character on TikTok. Wait, are you correct? at Drunk Scribe on TikTok? I thought you were at Chris Stupid. I have two TikToks. Yeah, oh, the worst oh, thing I've ever done. Shit. Oh, no. All right. That's good to know. DMIW follows him, I'm pretty sure. So, like, yeah. you already knew that. Wink, wink. The soulless entity of DMIW on this social soulless, media. This soulless, bodiless podcasting <laughs> entity. That darn intern. That intern. Yeah, our social media intern is working overtime. <laughs> John is like, dude, this podcast is in some weird shit right now. Um, you guys are doing great on TikTok, low-key. I checked your page out the other day. You guys are doing really good. Oh. I, cool. I, I definitely contribute. <laughs> <laughs> Dina, cool. <laughs> I try so hard on that fucking app. I hate it. It sucks. It sucks so bad. So bad. It's so intimidating. Um, but uh, like, guys, Dina, where can the folks find you? You can find me on Twitter at Dina Source D. That's D like D. It sounds so much better with three of us doing it. It's beautiful. Uh, love it yeah that was just that was excellent we could start our own bank it felt intimidating again <laughs> the streets that's the that, I'm gonna that's kick the your ass <laughs> <laughs> playing that soundbite is so brutal I love it so much <laughs> it's so bad I love it so much <sighs> Sean where can the folks find you buddy you can find me on twitter at Shay Soldu. and uh, what you having for dinner tonight um you know I haven't really worked that out. Every time we do this, the schedule changes and I just have to fucking figure it out. Sorry. So yeah, just fucking figure after it out. After this, no, it's I blame Daniel. Yeah. After this, I'm gonna go see what's in the fridge. I got I have some some meat ready to go. So 
It's either going to be steaks or it's going to be pork chops. That's what she said. Oh, man. Had to send, send us home with one. Yep. And you can find me on Twitter at DanQWritesThing. That's DanQWritesThing. Nobody asked. It's, it's Dano writes thing. Dan writes thing. Words hurt, Dina. Dan oh, that's Olive. I like that. Danu. 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 God, I've missed Paul, drunk Paul Dina so Dano much. Paul Dano walks things. <laughs> Paul Dano. <laughs> Alex, we're supposed to be on a tight hour. This is terrible. All right, guys, we're out of here until Dan, next time. Dan, you set this timeline on fire like forty-five full minutes ago, my guy. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, who had the point break spiel? That's true. Yeah. We would have been out of here for that was, that point was break. Daniel, yeah. It was 100% oh, okay. Daniel. I misremembered. I'm sorry. You cannot bring up Keanu Reeves. You cannot invoke that man's name and not talk about point break. Okay? I can because I've never seen it. I've only seen The Matrix. Who had a whole five-minute spiel about how they thought Charlemagne was born in 1800? <laughs> You simple bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> it wouldn't be an Alex James episode if you didn't whip out the simple bitch. It's simple right. bitch. Oh, fuck. It's true. <gasps> That's love. the button on it right there. This is love. Right here. Boop. All right, guys. So this has been another great episode of Don't Make a Weird Podcast. We freaking love you guys all. Jazz hands. Sometimes in this life we need people. Don't Make It Weird with Daniel Quigley, Dina Soros, and Sean Holden. Produced and edited by me, Sean Holden. Theme song by Amaria. Incidental music and sound effects provided by Voice Mod, as well as the YouTube audio library. You can rate and review this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, and wherever else you download your podcasts. Got a question for Daniel or Dina? Call the Don't Make It Weird hotline at 347-69-WEIRD. That's 347-699-3473. And leave us a message. It could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Don't Make It Weird on YouTube for the video presentation or on your favorite podcast app for the audio-only version of the show. Thank you so much, and we love you.